It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is... Northern News! Hello, hello and welcome to Northern News. You're back. You're listening to me, Amy Gledhill, and of course... It's me, Ian Smith. Thanks for coming back and listening. Uh, you all right, you. Ian? Yes, I'm okay. Oh, what have you been up to? Listen, nothing's happened to me this week, but I've got something on my mind oh. that I think I can share. Okay. Because, listen, when the podcast comes out, I'm, I'm sort of in the build-up to the Edinburgh Fringe at the minute, but um, I was thinking about, last time I did a full month at the Edinburgh Fringe, Debbie McGee came to see me twice. <gasps> what? Yeah. Twice? Twice in one day. Debbie McGee? No. Not a solo show. I was, I was doing like a little compilation show. I'm talking, I'm like... I know that woman. <laughs> I know that woman. That's Debbie McGee. And it was one of those shows where you like fly people after and be like, ah, it'd be funny if Debbie McGee then comes to see the solo show. And then I'm on stage at the solo show and, and it's sold out. It's like a Saturday. It's full. I'm hearing word that like, or someone said they've got a ticket, but there's no space. Someone's let someone in or someone's snuck in. Um, so someone's not able to get in. I could hear people go, oh, she just brought a chair. She just brought a chair in. She's like, but she sat in front of the fire exit. She's like, oh, just, well, let's just start. I'm like, what, what? So I come out, sat in the fire exit, Debbie McGee. <laughs> right in the fire. They've told her there's no space in the gig, and she's just been like, I'm Debbie McGee, I'm Debbie getting McGee. a chair. Also, she can fit into tiny spaces. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, Any magician's assistant, just, pop me in an handbag. Just put, put, put some sauce pocket. through it. <laughs> <laughs> just a little like, a head coming out of a handbag. <laughs> Don't ask how it works. <laughs> 
I never reveal my secrets. <laughs> she just literally squashed into a handbag. Yeah. It's not even a trick. <laughs> yeah. Well, the secret is you're in that handbag. <laughs> D- does it not hurt you, Debbie? You're like, no. Get on with the show, though, please. <laughs> the problem with Debbie McGee coming to see you live is most of the people in the gig, well, maybe half the people in the gig are looking going, Debbie McGee's in the gig. Yeah. And they're all looking at her. Oscar, she's in quite a prominent position. She's by the door. Well, she's in the fire exit. Yeah. But then other people are like, seems like everyone's looking at that woman. I don't know why. And I felt like I had to address it. But you can't. And there's a woman at the front row, like, got my, as if she's, like, clicking, got my attention and just <laughs> pointed with the side of her fingers at Debbie McGee as if to be like, <laughs> you've got to mention De- Debbie McGee's and you've got to do something with he this. noticed. You haven't noticed. Get... Yeah. She's basically got But I was like, I can't say anything. So basically, if you're listening, Debbie, don't come and see me again. Oh. You create an awkward... No, I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> she creates an awkward atmosphere. No, she could come in disguise. Yeah, yeah. I've met Debbie McGee. Oh, have you? Yeah. Lovely oh, woman. yeah, you worked with Debbie McGee. I worked with Debbie McGee. Maybe ah. I've mentioned it, but she was an absolute treat. She seems lovely. What have you been up to this week? I want to tell you that I've had no hot water. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Well, my hot water now and again, I thought this is just what all boilers did, now and again flips the electrics off. (laughs) But I just go into the electric box and I like turn it back on and it fizzes a bit, but then it cracks on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's fine. One day, trying to run a bath, plank, plank. That's the... (laughs) What? Plank? Noise of the, the what's it the fuse flipping down plank so oh, electric's gone so I'm going to the fuse box to turn it back on I'm trying to plink it back up but it's not staying so like, oh this is a nightmare so I call a plumber I've mm. never called a plumber before in my whole life there's always really? been somebody who I live with to call a plumber no well done actually and he said if you can take a video of it I don't need to come out I can just tell you what's wrong. Oh, like, that is, is that's quite nice. Took a video, he was like, yeah, I think I know what's wrong. I need to order a part. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He orders a part, he comes around, he fixes that. He's still at work. Mm. And that part was broken because he pulled it out and it looked absolutely knackered, whatever it was mm. he pulled out. But he said, there's another bit then in your boiler that's broken. Now I have to order another part. Fuck. He does all that, fixes that, still at work. I need an electrician. Oh, Oh, my God. Mm. I have to call an electrician. A dry plumber, they call A dry plumber. Yeah. (laughs) A land plumber. Yeah. Before the plumber goes, he's going, look at this, and he's flicking the switch near the boiler. Mm. Not the fuse, not the plank. He's just turning the switch on and off. He's going, when I turn it off, power comes in. I get a surge of power. And he was going on, off, on, off. Then this massive electrical flash like I've never seen before. Oh. And it nearly gets him. And he's like, Jesus Christ. And he's like, yeah, you need you need an electrician. Like, that's really, really dangerous. So what like, would have happened if the, it touched him? Dead. Oh, that's the last no, thing you want. Dead, dead plumber in your house. Not dead. No. Angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the second to last thing you want, an angry plumber in your house. <laughs> well, you look shaken up. And I was shaken up. And it was mm. like... It's all right, just don't touch anything around here. I've turned everything off, but just leave it. The electrician comes. Oh, I had to let him in. And it was, I was at a funeral that day and I had to keep talking to an electrician Mm. by going, 
you need to get you need to get in the, in the it wasn't somebody I was close to but still it was just like you need to get in the fuse box the thing the well, fuse you, box you're, is, ta- is you're taking calls during the service not during the service but on the way to oh, and okay. during, <laughs> during the you know the bit where you're all drinking sharing yeah, memories and yeah. I was like oh that's good I'm just going to step outside for a bit and deal with an angry electrician yeah. but I got home and instead of fixing the box that's there he's just put a new box there and it's just written on the one he's just put don't work and I don't know how, if any of it's safe or not. I didn't, because I didn't meet this guy. It must be. Um, do you have hot water? I have hot water, yeah. Yeah, I'd be fine. Just leave it now, innit? What did you do? do like, um, did you just have what? cold stuff? I live in the same building as my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd go to his for baths. Yeah, as long as one of you has a working thing. As long thing. as one of us has got some bloody heat. Yeah. I, I, I tried to do the kettle thing. Do you know how many kettles it takes to fill a bath? Oh, yeah. My God, I thought two. Yeah. Two full kettles of boiling water <laughs> in, a, I mean, with cold water oh, right. in it. Well, two's <laughs> got to be enough, isn't it? Yeah. No, fair enough. How did they do it back in the day? Oh, I don't know. Big cauldron over some fire. Cauldron? <laughs> how, back, how back in the day are we going? What? I'm thinking like, med- like medieval. Oh, yeah. Or like Neanderthals. That's too far back. That's before humans. Yeah. <laughs> so when someone says, "Oh, back in the day, you, like could, you could get years. whispers for like twenty p," and I'm thinking, "What are the dinosaurs doing with whispers?" <laughs> Fucking idiot. Up north, Ian. What's yep. been going on up north? Well, I got a story that I wanted to talk about that I hope we will on another episode about aliens. <gasps> but I must have clicked something on that page because i look back at my computer and another article's up i don't remember clicking on that the government have taken it off your laptop why because it's about aliens and it's the truth oh fuck me (gasps) what's it replaced it with big exclusive everyone there's aliens (laughs) um jane mcdonald show (laughs) it's in may 2023 isn't it jane mcdonald show hit with problems as yorkshire traveler refuses food in morocco she won't eat the Moroccan food. I've zoomed in on a picture of her head. Oh, she she's doesn't not look happy. happy. There. That's the face you pull when you first think I've eaten something I shouldn't have. Yeah. When you go, oh no, my stomach's giving me a message, a very clear message. Mm. Oh, she's got a clear message here. What Moroccan food? Do you know Moroccan food? What do you think might make her go, well, no, thank you? Is it a bit like lamb? I guess a lot of tagines. Tagine? A lot of tagines, a lot of um, couscous. I wouldn't eat lamb. So and that, what? I would I would pull that face if someone tried to make me eat lamb. Ooh, you're close. Am I? You're so close. But Veal. No, no, as in Mutton. It is lamb. It is lamb. But there's a specific part of the lamb. Lamb tongue. Lamb kidney. I'd say lamb think, eye. think about your first and last answer and make it all encompassing. Tongue. Eye. What are we talking lamb about? Lamb head. A head, yeah. Lamb head. Jim McDonald oh, had a go at a smiling head of lamb. It a was, smiling? Yeah, it said it was a cooked sheep and it had its face on it. And she come, she had a go eating it and she was just like, nah, fuck that. Oh, no. Um, so she's tried to have, they've tried to make Jim McDonald eat a head. A lamb's head. Lambs are one of the cutest animals mm. alive. You may as well be eating a puppy head. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry to bring it down. Oh, the story God. from now on 
Yeah. Gets quite sad. Um, what? So that's the funny bit. The funny bit is <laughs> Jane McDonald wouldn't eat something. Like the headline, yeah. you're like, that's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, then you get to the old gritty issue of should we be eating a head? Yeah, but the point is, if you're eating any part of it, yeah, eat it all. Top to tail. I've always wanted to go to Norma in Copenhagen that's like, it's now kind of stopping being a restaurant, but they do like mad stuff. And one of their courses was uh, Duck's Brain. And it's stopping being a restaurant? Yeah. It's like, it's, what? I'd say it's like widely regarded as the best restaurant in the world. What? It's like been voted like best restaurant in the world. Just these like huge tasting menus. Oh, they had a Pizza Express. <laughs> Imagine if that's Pizza Express were like, we've just been awarded three Michelin stars. These are good pizzas. What um? What's the weirdest thing you you've eaten? I was vegetarian for years and years and years and years, like over a decade, and then I went to Jamaica and lived quite rurally, and didn't want to be like the white girl coming up being like, um, I don't eat that, I won't eat that. So I was like, yeah. I'll just do whatever. And um, the first thing I ate was chicken soup, and I was like, I can definitely manage that. It was from the chickens that were in the yard. I was like, yeah, 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 absolutely fine. And the chicken soup comes lovely. And then I put my spoon in it and immediately pull, pull out a chicken foot. And it's mm. like, ah, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. Oh. Would, would you eat an eyeball? No. I'm quite squeamish yeah. with food. Well, I feel like when I see people going on, like, I'm a celebrity. Yeah. And after that food, I would just be like, yeah, I'm not going to eat any of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not going to eat any of them. You're so rubbish on and it. No one's getting any stars. Yeah, everyone back at the camp's going to be hungry because I'm not eating that because I'm not having a video of me eating a testicle for people's amusement. Or <laughs> I'm not going to eat an eye and just go, oh, oh. like, I think, um, I guess when you do I'm a celebrity, you, you're either new and your career's on the up. Yeah. Or it's a sign that you've fucked it. You've <laughs> oh fucked it here. God. You've messed up. You used to be a big newsreader or a popular politician. But you had sex with someone you shouldn't have had sex with. Um, you contributed to the deaths of uh, hundreds of thousands of people. And you need to bring Who your you image back. About? Matt Hancock. <laughs> if I was on I'm a celebrity and I look in the camp and Matt Hancock says, I'd just be like, right, why am I here? Why yeah. have I done this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating dicks with him. Eating dicks with Matt Hancock's. Matt That's Hancock's. Good. Yeah. Cocks with Matt Hancock's. Eating cock with Matt Hancock. <laughs> What's that? The theme tune? Yeah. It's a new podcast I'm working on. I mean, I, I would probably listen to that I podcast. To. You would, wouldn't you? Matt Hancock there is going, Hello, um, today we're joined by Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> we're going to be eating goat dick. <laughs> <laughs> when someone, someone's got a book to to push or something. I don't know, like um, Richard Osman from Pointless, he's written a new book. I'm like, yeah, I get on um, Hancock's podcast thing. Well, um, are you aware of the sea lion? <laughs> oh, well, have you seen? There's like a real popular YouTube thing where they eat the hot wings challenge, mm. or maybe it's not wings. I think it's wings where yeah, they eat yeah, like yeah. progressively spicy, mm. and it's like progressively bigger dicks. <laughs> They're all lined up, like got right up to whale there. Yeah. Couldn't quite finish yeah. it. Save some room for the blue whale dick. <laughs> Would you Bring just be it a bite? In. <laughs> <laughs> Can hear the van going beep, beep. <laughs> this vehicle is reversing. I'd, I would listen. Those reversing vehicle voiceovers, I, that's the voiceover I want. It's a good gig, that, isn't it? Yeah. If you can get it. They always sound pretty vehicle like Vehicle reversing. Yeah. Move out bloody way, yeah. you. Watch out. <laughs> 
Mind out, mind your backs. <laughs> oh, I fancy turning left. <laughs> I think I'll go, yeah, I'll go left. <laughs> yeah. Don't know about you, but I'm going left. <laughs> There's loads of silly ones. Just really northern. Well, yes, that's Jane McDonald. Lamb's head. <laughs> so she didn't eat it in the end. No, she couldn't eat it. It's got a face. Hey, up, cock. What's been going on up north for you? We'll talk about the aliens another time. That's that's probably a juicier story. I can't to be believe fair. you dangled that in, and yeah. then the government Keep replaced it with Jane McDonald. Keep people listening if the podcast doesn't get shut down <laughs> by the FBI. <laughs> So I'm taking us to a fun fair, um, but not for fun, Ian. Not for fun at all. You are. I'm taking us to meet a hero mm. who stopped a speeding car, which was going right past the fun fair and round the fun fair, oh. by throwing like a metal gate in front of it and popping its tyres. Oh wow! Yeah, that is, it's incredible. That's like something Jason Bourne would do. Oh yes, please. But in Skegness, mm. outside Butlin. Yeah, don't know if Jason Bourne would go there, unless he's really forgotten who he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hilarious. Like, he forgets who he is, but he always ends up in, like, a cool city. It's not oh, like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Skegness Seafront. Why are you in Skeggy, mate? So, the article, which is in Yorkshire Live, but it's based in Skegness, the article title is Moment Funfair Hero Uses Metal Barrier... Just It's a long title, actually, yeah. isn't it? It's not catchy. <laughs> Just don't need to read the article no. now. <laughs> Moment Funfair Hero Uses Metal Barrier to Stop Reckless Driver Involved in GTA-Style Police Chase. That's got to be the longest headline we've yeah. ever had, hasn't it? Isn't it GTA style? Just going away from it. Any police chase you could be like, it's GTA <laughs> style. GTA style. Somebody does mention at the bottom of the article, which I thought was lovely, wonder if they'll make a GTA Skeg Vegas. <laughs> but I'd, I'd buy it, I'd play Again, it. Again, it's a great thing. So the officers were chasing this car down the seafront, mm. near Butlins, and they were chasing him fine. They were doing what they could. Uh, but he's going about 80 miles an hour, evading the police over th- three miles. Then it was down to the Havago hero who just wangs this metal. You can see this metal railing there. He wangs that metal railing. Oh, yes, that is it's yeah. good for popping a tyre, that. Yeah, so he wangs a metal railing in front of it and stops him. Then the police can get him. What do they call them that you used to see on the road? Stingers. Stingers. Where it, like, wraps. Yeah, it's a then... makeshift stinger. Yeah. That's fantastic. I think that's incredible. The quick thinking mm. to do that. Gonna say, if he tried to like use anything from a fun fair to stop him, tried to use one of those air rifles where the <laughs> the sight's been yeah. to be like, well, I've got him in my sights. Like that's missed him by a mile. Because <laughs> all this dodgy shit that we've got. Trying to get a basketball through that's a hoop really that you can funny. see has been squished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ovular yeah. rim. <laughs> you sound quite bitter. Yeah, Have you had these experiences? Yeah, I don't want to I, talk about They're it. my favourite ones, the basketball ones. Yeah, I do love to try and get the old round ball <sighs> in the ovulas. In the ovulas. Um, oh. um, so a few more quotes from the article. So someone's got a video of it. Nice. And also they've put it up on social media and web users were very quick to, to praise the officer's calmness. One said, crazy stuff driving through a fun fair like that. Looks yep. like something from GTA San Andreas. They're really going into yeah. this GTA thing. It's like two people have mentioned GTA and they've been like, right, well, it must be a GTA style. <laughs> yeah. You've just, you've just spoken to two idiots. 
a third person, it sounds a bit like he's doing like after match, after a football match commentary. That guy who dragged the barrier served it. Incredible work from him and the officers. <laughs> Somebody give him a medal. Brilliant. What would you get a medal for? Man of the match. Man of the chase. Yeah, man he's of the man chase. He's man of the chase. Yeah. I forgot they did that after every police chase. Right, who's man of the chase? <laughs> it's usually the police officer driving. Yeah, you But think very so. rarely when someone murks up your tyres with a fence, Ooh, you're going to get that. man of the chase. Love that quick thinking. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. That's my gravy, you daft sod. Now it's time for our special guest correspondent. and We're joined by Pierre Novelli from the mysterious Isle of Man, which I barely knew was northern, but it's as northern as they come. Pierre, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It is northern. It's as far north as Newcastle. I think part of me shamefully thought, well, it's an island, so it isn't really anywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay. It can feel like that when you're there, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel northern, Pierre, or... Is it completely different being Isle of Manish? Well, I was originally very southern from South Africa and then... That's as south as you can get. Yeah, a lot more <laughs> northern on the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man is, is culturally, like, pretty northern. Culturally, yeah, like sort of Lancashire, Cumbria, cheese chips and gravy. What a great yeah. dish. I don't think I've ever been... Have you been to the Isle of Man? I've not, no. Can you give us a bit of a, um, bit of a summary if you were... Um, like a, a tour guide with a, a weirdly strict time limit. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> One main town with some with some bars and restaurants. Other than that, sort of villages, loads of rolling hills and sort of like nature stuff, kayaking and things. Crazy motorbike race that's happening at the moment. That's the most dangerous run in the world. Cats with no tails. Couple of castles. Wow. I tell you the bits that have stood out for me. Go on. Cats with no tails. Yeah. And yeah. dangerous motorbike race. Are those two things linked? <laughs> uh, they are they are linked to various amusing t-shirts you can purchase during the motorbike race yeah why do the cats have no tails it's manx cats the breed manx cats is uh from the isle of man obviously manx cats and they oh, they have stubby little thumbs instead of tails yeah oh wow and why is the motorbike race so dangerous it's not on a track it's just on the country roads so you can just slap into some dry stone walling at 200 kilometers an hour and people do oh oh gosh and yeah and there are spectators just like watching it from like their gardens and stuff so like there's loads of houses on the route as well like you could just have some swedish motorbike guy just crash his motorbike into your garden wall and slip through your window like Oh, it's, my word. it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. I recommend watching um, footage of the TT races on YouTube because it really does make you sort of go, oh, God, like just it's <laughs> terrifying. If you're feeling sleepy, just to wake you up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shot yeah. of adrenaline. Mm. And I presume they close the roads. 
Like they're not going to get stuck behind a tractor or something, are they? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> they do close, they do okay, close the roads, yeah, and they have to hassle all the tractors off. Fine. Um, and then <laughs> it can affect the value of your home if it's inside or outside the TT track, because if it's inside, you're kind of trapped for like seven hours. Oh, my God. What an wow. inconvenient race. Yeah, <laughs> Incredible, though. Well, first off, we should ask, you may not be able to say anything. Did you hear about the jet ski story, which people might remember from this podcast, of a randy man making a jet ski trip with a full erection? Um, <laughs> I think you've added hours. that detail, haven't you? I'm not sure, actually. Okay, yeah, we can't remember. Yeah, he at least at least sort of um, metaphorically had a full erection. <laughs> yeah, he took a jet ski from, I think it was like the Mull of Galloway or something, uh, to the Isle of Man during COVID lockdown. He jet skied there because he, he said it was because his girlfriend lived on the Isle of Man and he missed it so much. And he'd worked as a roofer on the Isle of Man the summer before. That's how they'd met. Also, like the Isle of Man didn't have any lockdown because they just locked down the whole island. So you could still go to, to like cafes and pubs and stuff. So maybe he was also, maybe he had other motives, <laughs> not mm. just how much he liked this lady. Was your lockdown experience then quite good? Could you do everything? Well, annoyingly, so my parents and my younger sister and her husband were all on the Isle of Man fucking living it up, going to cafes, <laughs> going to pubs, walking around with their heads close together. And I missed the sort of week where I could have fled to the Isle of Man uh, because I had COVID. I had it immediately, so soon. Uh, you'd have felt bad as well to be the reason that turned into a COVID <laughs> island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knowing yeah, that you're just, the main reason. Oh dear. Single-handedly wiping out all the pensioners, yeah. <laughs> the Isle of Man is so spacious since Pierre infected everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you guys like some more crazy facts about the Isle of Man? Absolutely. Oh, yes, please. Of the Isle of Man also has its own wild population of wallabies. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. So they had a wallaby kind of enclosure at the wildlife park in the northern bit of the island where it's all flat and swampy. And um somehow the wallabies escaped. I heard a rumor that a disgruntled employee released them, but they definitely escaped into <laughs> the woods. And everyone was like, Well, they'll obviously die. And uh, that was years ago, and they haven't, they've just bred. There's loads oh, of them. That's amazing. Well, they're very elusive, but there's a whole bunch. There's like a colony. There's a, it's fun to say. There's a colony of wallabies. Yeah. Colony of wallabies. Sounds like a Robbie Williams rap. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I've seen a colony of wallabies. <laughs> yeah, that's very naughty. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're, they're just, they're thriving, these wallabies. They seem to be. And there's a, a, a video from. Uh, June the 4th on Twitter of uh, a motorist who sort of caught some in his headlights. And it is weird to see such an Australian animal just sort of dicking around on the Isle of Man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking up um, some images of wallabies. Yeah, they do. I, I didn't realise how kangarooish a wallaby is. Real kangaroo. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, what skip, skip the kangaroo is, uh, is a wallaby, actually. Oh. Really? <laughs> some of these are hench as well. <laughs> yeah, some of them are, are oh, on the roids for sure, yeah. the wallabies. Imagine a hench wallaby on a motorbike going around the island. Yeah. Now there's a T-shirt we could <laughs> yeah. all buy at the, at the motorbike <laughs> racing stand. Oh, do you, Any other stories from, from the Isle of Man? Um, I remember when I was growing up, there was a big story uh, on the local news and also all the mums on Facebook talking about it. Um, the guy uh, lost his dog, but uh, they found it after three days. <laughs> oh, thank God. 
so that was um that was one big story i remember and i remember wow. there was there was more than a few times where we we couldn't go to school because of the wind oh my god i've never heard of <laughs> yeah. that before to be fair it was really 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 fucking windy and the school had a really old like tiled <laughs> slate roof so they were just like we don't want anyone to be decapitated by slate yeah you might lose a couple of days education but if you saw your teacher get decapitated, yeah. you're going to struggle to focus. Yeah. For a yeah. Week or you'd, two. you'd forget more maths because of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whenever someone tries to get you to do maths, like have some kind of PTSD flashback. <laughs> Ian, what's nine times nine? Ah! <laughs> oh, your patron is. <laughs> oh, God. Holding up your teacher's head, trying to do mouth to mouth on it. <laughs> Come on, breathe. The head has been subtracted from the body. (laughs) Sounds like the teacher's assistant's still trying to make it work. What percentage of Mr. Walker? (laughs) Well, if you're listening and you don't want to go to the Isle of Man, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. A full tourist board description. Yeah. Thank you very much, Pierre. Yeah, thanks, Pierre. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad the dog was found, you know. Woo! Yeah, that'd be all <laughs> And um, do listen to um, Pierre's podcast, Bud Pod, with, with Phil Wang. Do you have anything else you want to? Oh, uh, the the whole Edinburgh Fringe, and then I I'm on tour in autumn, and I'm going all around the country, including the north. Yes, please. Thank you, Thank you, you for not forgetting us. <laughs> <laughs> the north remembers, etc. Ha ha. <laughs> Oh, lovely to speak to you, Pierre. Thank you so much you for too, doing guys. this. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye, Thank bye, you. Bye. Have you heard who's died? Let's go local. Let's go local down to Hull and Ghoul. Does that work? No, what was you attempting? Local down to Acapulco. No. Yeah. I liked that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was on the whole Daily Mail website and I was searching Ghoul. See what Ghoul stories they're covering. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I couldn't talk about because people from my school year had committed crimes, um, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm not putting them on the pod. You know, they they school they they might not be friends, but I went to school with them. I'm not going to rat them out because they've done something I mentioned on the pod. But I want the people of Ghoul to know if you're a mate or an acquaintance, any crime you commit, I won't put it on the pod. <laughs> but if I don't know you. I will probably use it. That's just made you the most popular man in Ghoul with criminals. Yeah, yeah. hey, criminals. You get a lot of friend requests from yeah. dodgy, dodgy people in Ghoul. For a 1% cut of the money you're making, <laughs> Here we go. I won't shame you on the podcast. Here we go. Yeah, I like it. So I found a story. Listen, I want to more ask your opinion of, should this be allowed by a national newspaper? They run an article every week saying where the mobile speed cameras are going to be in the Hull and East Yorkshire area. So they're basically like, hey, if you're going to be speeding, this is where they are. Anywhere else, (laughs) fair game, speed. Famously, that can result in death to um, innocent um, road users. But we're going to tell you where the speed cameras are. Are they allowed to do that? Well, they must be. They've done it. That that does feel really crazy. But the point I'm making, Amy, if you'll allow me, please, is it feels like mobile speed cameras are there to um, catch people unawares and go, you're a dangerous driver, mate. Yeah. You can't do this, can you? No, I don't think you should do that. But I don't know what the answer is. I know there's some speed cameras near my pet, some, not speed cameras, some cameras generally near my parents' house on the outskirts of Hull. 
where they're just running them as a trial. They go into the car, which feels really intrusive, mm. and they're trying to capture other things that drivers are doing that is like illegal. So they're saying such a high percentage of people are like eating with two hands, like eating burgers. They haven't got their seatbelt on. They're on their phone. Uh, people are putting makeup on and stuff like this. And it's quite frightening because I think driving's hard and you really, really, really mm. need to concentrate like at all seconds of the journey. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be too handy. Too handy burger, burger eating. No. Trying to steer with your legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Doing a conference call at the same time. Yeah, I'm doing your mascara. It's a lot. Because the message of the podcast is just drive safe. Be safe, guys. Please. Be safe. Otherwise, you'll have a hilarious accident. We'll be mentioning it on the pod. Unless Ian already knows you. Yeah, unless I know you, in which case we'll keep it shtum. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think I've said shtum in a... I might have said it in a comedic sense before, but I would never say that genuinely. Keep shtum. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah weird, it doesn't it? sound threatening. Like a bad guy going, <laughs> Oi, keep shtum. Like, what? Shtum? Shtum. How are you spelling that? Shtum. <laughs> what S H C U M? Oh, is it S C? How do you think it's spelled? S H C. Yeah. U M. Could it have a B on? Like crumb. I'll add, I'll add it. S H C U M B. That's what you've gone for. The minute it looks like shukum, shukumba, shukumba. S C H T U M. Um, silent, non-communicative. He kept shtum about the fact he was sent down for fraud is the sample sentence. Or a verb, to be or become quiet. You start to say something and then just when it's getting interesting, you shtum up. Remember, you shtum up. You shtum up. I've never that heard before. that, no. Ah, you were dishing the gossip out. <laughs> then you shtummed up. If your neighbours were being loud, you could like, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Shtum up. It's midnight, you psychopath. Shtum up. <laughs> I like the added extra. It's, it's midnight, you psychopaths. <laughs> You're being loud at midnight. You are a psychopath. You have no That's emotions. Time no now. empathy. You're a psychopath. <laughs> Keep shtum. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, um, well, yeah, oh. I don't really know how we got to all this, but that was my insight I've into a lot. the ghoul area. Right. Shut that door. But we've got a light-hearted story to end. Good. So Hull Man saves community thousands by starting Library of Stuff from his garage. Oh. So this is Alan... Dal Gerns, I believe his name is pronounced like that. I like that name. Oh, isn't it good? His garage is full of stuff, over 3,000 items that he lends out. Oh. Because he's thinking people, and he himself did it because he bought something, only used it once from eBay and then sold it on again. And he's like, okay, in terms of packaging and people buying stuff that they don't need. So he's got carpet cleaners, he's got chainsaws, he's got all sorts of tech and tools that the community can just mm. borrow. Is he like sat in his shed all day? You can't just go in his shed and take it. You must have to sign it out. I think so. And have yeah. overdue fines and no, all that kind of stuff. No, overdue fines, surely. But if it's like a library. So the, the article says, as the burden of the cost of living, because he lives, mm. 
Ugh, hate that actually. Cost of living crisis makes it difficult to invest in items for one-time jobs. He has made it an affordable option. So there are two membership options that grant borrowers access to the library. Pay £80 a year to borrow anything for free for one week at a time or pay £1 a year and pay a £3.50 per item that you borrow. That's reasonable. reasonable. Yeah. So, for example, for a Kango hammer to drill concrete, Mm -hmm. you'd be looking at paying £16.50. I think that's more than reasonable. Yeah. Because, for example, a carpet cleaner, it takes £25 to take out. If you were going to buy it, it's like £1,600. Yeah, you could. I mean, how many times are you cleaning your carpet? Never. If it's £25 a go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever... I You're mean, not doing I, it I've once hoovered. a week, are you? <laughs> yeah. I've never done a deep clean on a carpet. I'd love to. It's the sort of thing that I absolutely dream about. Yeah. Hoovering is my favourite part of cleaning the flat. Really? Mm, I love it. No, no one <laughs> to like get a, you for your birthday? Like a normal amount. Big industrial carpet cleaner. Do you know what I want? Shake and vac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Do you remember the song for that? Go on. You do the shaking back, put the freshness back, that one. Oh, that is get ringing it, bells get on the all album. around. Yeah, so I think he's just done a really good thing. Uh, it started up kind of like sort of during COVID. He's just, I think it's just a great idea and mm. it would be so good if there was like one of them in every community. Yeah. But not something that's like a business that does it because then everything's going to go up. There just needs to be like a real decent Member of the community that's got a garage. I tell you who won't like him. Who? Your local hardware store. <gasps> Your local hardware store oh, that's right. got like big, big mallets, carpet cleaners, <laughs> all that kind of stuff you use for one job and they're thinking, Alan, what's his name? McGurn? Dalgurns. Dalgurn. I bet they're there just going, Dalgurns. <laughs> that bloody Dalgurns guy. <laughs> You're bad from here. That's yeah. what being q are like. Yeah. You're bad, Alan. You're bad. <laughs> I ain't sold a leaf blower for two years since Dalgurn's come in this town. <laughs> Renting them out. You'd still go in for all your bits and bobs. Yeah. Your paint, your wallpaper, your screws, your plants. Mm-hmm. Your plant pots. Your plant pots, if you will. Your soil. Your soil, yeah. You can't, <laughs> oh, well, you're going to rent some soil for a week, are you? I don't think so. Didn't think about that, did you, Dalgurn's? <laughs> Changed your tune yeah. so quickly. <laughs> I got some charcoal for the barbecue. Um, I'm going to rent it out for you for a week. Oh, will you? You're not going to get it all back? You fucking idiot. Oh, I think it's absolutely bloody lovely, that. Yeah, well done. Is there anything that, you, that you've bought that you've never used? I don't know if there is, actually. I really hate spending money. Right. Um, Very Yorkshire of you. Yeah. I bought a new backpack recently. Backpack. And... Um, <laughs> I'd, I'm going to take it back. I'd, I'm going to take it back, back. Yeah. It's too small. It's too small. Like, it was like a trendy looking one. <laughs> it's so thin. How big is it? It's, well, they do it by it's milliliters. One. It's like 20, 20 milliliters. I couldn't, I think I couldn't, maybe less. 20 milliliters sounds like less than a shot glass. It's less than the backpack I've got now. Millil- like, you don't mean milliliters. They, they measure backpacks in milliliters. And litres. I don't know. Well, yeah, it I think so. Can't be twenty milliliters, Why? Ian. Because can that... it not? You're gonna have egg on your face. Is it like a glass of wine, like a hundred and forty milliliters? Let's have a look at the roll top <laughs> backpack. Um, oh, uh, liters. 
<laughs> um, whoopsie. <laughs> Do whoopsie. Yeah, he's less than a shop glass. That is too small. Well, yeah, it's a lovely looking backpack. I just don't think it's a bit too small for me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and reconsider, actually. I thought it was 20 milliliters. <laughs> Did you buy it online? Yeah. You've got it. You've got it these days. There's no shops. I got trapped in Meadowhall the other week. Oh. We couldn't find your way out? Or you... Couldn't find my way out. I went into a shop one way, came out a different way. That was it for about an hour. I was absolutely lost. I you didn't couldn't find realize... your way back to the shop you were in? I didn't realise I'd come out a different entrance. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> I definitely went left and then... Okay, I guess I'll just keep walking. Oh, I was, mm. I was nowhere near the car park. I, oh, it, it was an hard. absolute disaster. And that car park is huge. It's hard to find your car in Meadowhall Car Park. Oh, too many shops, isn't there? <laughs> too right. Switched again. I used to love a shopping centre when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Not what a big day out. Mm. Princess Key in Hull. Yeah. Of all the escalators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, what a dare. The, esca- oh, right. the escalators. Okay. Wait, oh. Okay. Yeah, well, but I, I go to the cafe in John Lewis sometimes because yeah. when you just try to do a bit of work in Central, have a some, and sometimes when you're gigging, you just eat shit, you just eat shit yeah. food, and I'm rushing around and I think, where in London can I get your meat and two veg, your normal like Dick. healthy? <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting that in the John Lewis cafe, are you? <laughs> Imagine if someone asked that, do you like, Amy? Where can I like in in London? Sit down and uh, <laughs> and have my meat and two veg, right? I don't know. Yeah, get yourself out of sight. You're looking for some, some dick. You want to sit down and and munch on a little dick, is that it? Oh God! Yeah, basically, I was up on the escalators at the top. I looked down. And I was like, I'm scared. Oh no! I was, it just felt very high. I just, How high is it? How many floors is it? Must be like five. Floors, but you're just looking down, you're like, fucking hell. You'd land right in the perfume section. You'd have the nicest smelling corpse (gasps) shattering about. So many glass. He's landed on a (laughs) hundred. I was trying to say, I can't say the Yves Saint Laurent. Oh, yeah, nice. We've got a body here, time edit. Oh, it smells fantastic. Put a bit too much on, though. It's beautiful, that. Oh, right, well. I need to go home. Let's not feel too sad. Um... (laughs) Keep up the positivity. Yay. 20 episodes this 20 podcast episodes. has been going. Congratulations. Thank you. And you. Oh, thanks very much. More than 40 towers. Yeah. For the time Fuck. being. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to write a new series and um, I'm casting my daughter. I'm like, okay, where do you want to set it this time? The Caribbean. I would like you to pay for me to go to the Caribbean, please. Is it set in the Caribbean? Yeah, yeah. Are you joking? He says it's going to be like a boutique hotel that his daughter set up in the Caribbean. Doesn't I'm he not saying to play it... his wife? No. Somebody told me that. Surely not. Somebody said that's that's what's happening. I've heard that it was like a, it was like an illegitimate daughter from like a, a guest or something. That's got to be better. That's you can't be cast your daughter as your wife. Please. Yeah, if you're listening, if anyone's listening here, <laughs> you're writing a play. You're like, well, I want to give my daughter a part. Then make sure there's a, a fucking daughter part. Then yeah. don't, or just a non-family member. Could be could be literally anybody else. Hmm. But not your wife or a family member. Yeah. <sighs> Let's this go. Let's episode. get lovely showers and never ever talk about any of this again. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, as ever. And thanks to our special guest, Pierre Novelli. He's at the Edinburgh Fringe with a show called Why Are You Laughing? Make sure you check his podcast out. It's Bud Pod. Bud Pod. With friend of the podcast, Philip Wang. And if you want more of this, 
Mm. Um, believe it or not, it does sometimes get a little bit rude over on the old Patreon Ooh, and Apple subs, does yes. it not? Oh, yeah. If you're one of those people who's like, you can't say anything anymore. Then well, don't listen our, to this. <laughs> yeah, on our Patreon, you will still be disappointed. <laughs> We're not doing the sort of stuff you want. Um, There's a lot of podcasts that are there. Yeah. I think maybe one, we'll maybe talk about a murderer every now and then. Yeah. But yeah. only every now and then. Every now and then. The last one was about crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> In the North Sea. Yeah. Don't give it away. Don't no. give it away. you got to pay for this. you got to pay for that content. And if you already do, thank you so, 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 so much. We love you more than anything else in the world. Mm. And if you don't want to, that's also fine. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.